This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. The Washington State Department of Commerce has awarded seven grants for clean energy projects around the state. Steve Jackson reports. The money comes from the Clean Energy Fund created by the state legislature 10 years ago. The state has invested close to $290 million through the Clean Energy Fund in a variety of, of projects across the state from energy storage, renewable energy generation, manufacturing, grid modernization. That's Jennifer Grove, Managing Director of Energy Programs and Communities at the Department of Commerce. She says the projects approved this year include those that will improve air and water quality or soil health and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The Spokane Tribe was one of seven groups that was awarded a grant. They received nearly a million dollars to overhaul systems in their tribal administrative building in Welpinit. Director of Public Works Maria Kaluuya says an energy audit determined the building wasn't very energy efficient and an upgrade in the HVAC system was needed. If we didn't do our part to upgrade and kind of give it an overhaul, and move into a new system that by the time we did have to maintain the the system that the fluids and everything that runs on would probably not even be made because they're not very efficient. It's estimated the improvements to the building will save $30,000 annually through reduced utility bills. Money from a previous Clean Energy Fund grant is also being used to help develop a mini-grid system in Welpinit, utilizing solar power and battery storage to help in the event of a power outage in the rural community. For National Native News, I'm Steve Jackson reporting from Spokane. A report from the Alaska Beacon says AFN filed a motion this week to intervene in a federal lawsuit against the state. In its filing, AFN said the state's position is attacking its interests and those of its members. After a series of failed salmon runs, communities along the Kuskokwim River have struggled to feed their families, prompting the federal government to sue in May to stop state-authorized fishing on the stretch of the Kuskokwim that flows through a federal wildlife refuge. Federal officials limited subsistence fishing to only rural residents, but the state opened the river to all Alaska residents. Federal managers won an injunction to block open access fishing based on provisions under the Alaska National Interest Lands Conservation Act, or ANILCA. The state filed a motion earlier this month arguing that the federal government lacks authority to regulate fishing on the Kuskokwim and that the state has a duty to protect subsistence fishing for all Alaskans, both urban and rural. In its motion to intervene, AFN said the state's latest motion threatens ANILCA's long-established rural subsistence priority and has clear implications for the entire statewide population of Alaska natives. The Kuskokwim River Intertribal Fish Commission, the Association of Village Council Presidents, and Otna Corporation are also siding with the federal government. Dancers and drummers clad in feathered and beaded regalia gathered for a powwow to honor Native students and the role of education in empowering tribal communities. Becky White is the equity manager for the 4J Natives program and is of Cherokee, Cheyenne, and Arapaho heritage. She says altogether about 600 people attended the event, and she's excited for the school year ahead. We're going to have artists of all different disciplines, culinary arts, performing arts, and fine arts, and teach our students what they do and how they got to where they are. We really want our students to understand that nothing is out of their reach. White says there's plans to do another powwow in the spring. Roughly 1% of students in the district are Native American. For National Native News, I'm Brian Bull in Eugene, Oregon. I'm Jill Freitas.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Does your club, institution, or other group need custom-branded apparel? A wide variety of T-shirts, hoodies, and much more, all custom-printed or embroidered, are available from NativeScreenPrinting.com, a division of Skyscreen Printing who support this program. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.